Hey everyone, welcome to our podcast. We are live from the Cape Cod Writers Studio, and this is Writer's Words of Wisdom. I'm starting this podcast off with IP, which is Intellectual Properties. These are quotes directly from the website investopedia.com which is hosted by Fidelity or that financial group. The site focuses mostly on investments, investing, and some of the legalities in the financial sector. As As writers and authors, we should seriously know what IP is and what rights we have over our work. So here is a quote from from Wikipedia. Intellectual property. Intellectual property is a category of property that includes intangible creations of the human intellect. There are many types of intellectual property and some countries recognize more than others. The best known types are copyrights, patents, trademarks, and trade secrets. Didn't know about that one. Okay, now this is more quotes. This is from um, the um, website, Investopedia. Intellectual property rights are the rights given to persons over the creations of their minds. They usually give the creator an exclusive right over the use of his or her creation for a certain period of time. Now, with books, I think it's 70 years plus lifetime. So, so the key takeaways. Intellectual property is an umbrella term for a set of intangible assets or assets that are not physical in nature. Intellectual property is owned and legally protected by a person or company from outside use or implementation without consent. In other words, if anybody tries to use your stuff, they shouldn't, it's, it's, that's illegal. Uh, intellectual property consists of many types of assets, including trademarks, patents, and copyrights. Intellectual property infringement occurs when a third party engages in the unauthorized use of an asset. And then legal protections for most intellectual properties expire after some time. However, for some trademarks, they last forever. Understanding intellectual property. Now that that was a lot to digest and I some of it I'll cover little by little. Companies are diligent when it comes to identifying and protecting intellectual property because it holds such a high value in today's increasingly knowledge-based economy. Also, producing valuable intellectual property requires heavy investments in brain power and time of skilled labor So this translates into heavy investments by organizations and individuals that should not be accessed 
with no rights by others. So extracting value from intellectual property, this is still the quote, and preventing others from deriving value from it is an important responsibility for any company, period. Intellectual property can take many forms. Although it's an intangible asset, intellectual property can be far more valuable than a company's physical assets. So keep that in mind. Intellectual property can represent a competitive advantage and as a result is fiercely guarded and protected by the companies that own the property. So does that give you an inkling of what where we're heading? Okay, that came from investopedia.com. And if you are interested, uh, it's, a, it's a nice site. It's easy. Uh, it's user-friendly. So, all right, those are not my words, but come from the Investopedia site. If I were to paraphrase this, there's no need because the information is pretty clear. So after that is said, what should we be doing right now as, writer, as a writer and as an author? And let me differentiate between the two here, between writer and author. A writer writes, obviously. When he or she publishes their writing, they become authors, although they still continue to write in most cases. That's very simple definition. So what should we be doing? In the last two podcasts, we talked about copyrights and where you should use them. If you aren't doing that yet, do it today. If you are working on a desktop or a laptop, go to the symbols on your ribbon, that's the top of your screen where there are lots of titles, and find symbols and look up the copyright symbol. It is a circle with the letter C in the middle. That's the one you use. If you have ever taken a class in accounting, you learned about assets and liabilities. If and when you form a business, and we will talk about that in a few minutes, businesses have assets and liabilities. Writing is your asset. Even if you don't own a thing, you still have your writing. And whatever you wish to create, it is your IP or your intellectual property. So you see your books, if you should publish, are only a small part of that intellectual property. By new definition, and it's expanding as we speak, IP is also any creative ideas you may have running around in your brain. Oh, I don't know. Some of those, I don't think I, some of those that run around in my brain, I'm not sure I want to use them as IP, but anyhow. <laughs> you know, um, let's see, running around in your brain. They have not manifested yet, thank God. <laughs> but they are still considered your intellectual property. An inventor who has invented something has created 
IP or intellectual property. Even if he does not make the thing and sell it, it is still his intellectual property. If he writes it down on a sticky note or whatever, then it is IP. If he or she is smart, he or she will trademark it. And that's probably another, another podcast, okay. Our books are our IP, our intellectual property. So are our characters because we have created them and our plots and whatever else we created. Oh yes, even that horrible antagonist. <laughs> Whenever I think of antagonist, my thoughts slide to Snidely Whiplash. He's the quintessential quintessential bad guy. I just love him though. Now, James Bond is the intellectual property of Ian Fleming, and that's an asset. Even though he died in 1964, that's Ian Fleming, James Bond is still an asset to whatever legacy his heirs now have. I alluded to a business, and here it is. Remember, we talk, I talked about that earlier and said we'd get on to the business part. Okay, your books and anything else you create from them, like t-shirts, pens, mugs, and so forth, these are your assets. But also, from a retail sense, they're also your inventory. And I've talked about books being your inventory. In my book, Writing as a Retail Business, I go into depth about this aspect of your writing. Some authors have created six-figure incomes from their writing. Joanna Penn, Mark Dawson, those are two that um, I can think of right now. Also, your best-selling authors, Lee Childs, John Grisham, Steve King, Stephen King, and so forth. Those all, they all have thriving businesses created from their writing. That's something to think about, isn't it? Yes, it is. To end this session, here are some takeaways. You have valuable intellectual property. Protect it. Number two, your assets are also valuable. Copyright everything. That's all for this podcast. Stay tuned. I might do one on self-publishing. Okay, thanks for listening. This is Sharon from the Cape Cod Writers Studio. Stay tuned. Talk to you soon. Thanks. Bye.